Attend while in high school. Jumpstart your career. Your high tech training starts here. Van Buren Tech, your career, your future, your life. The Breakfast Club on WCSY FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises LLC. Welcome to The Breakfast Club on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good every Friday morning as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. Teresa Getman, Rosalie Placati, and Paul Leyendecker are your hosts on Cozy and the podcast at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Now, today's Breakfast Club on Cozy. I'm Paul Decker with Teresa R. Getman. Rosalie Placati has the week off. All this Black History Month, our episodes are focusing on celebrating history, culture, diversity, and unity in the community. Teresa, get us going. He's a thief. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great line. It's a great line, and I so wanted to steal it first from Dorothy. Well, you just go ahead and say it. (laughs) Well, I will say that I'm most pleased and extremely um, honored to be introducing our next two guests because they are um, women who I admire greatly and um, truly am honored that they're here today. We have President and Vice President of the Black History Leadership Society, President Dorothy Sherrod and Vice President Gail Patterson Gladney. I got to get that right. Gail Patterson Gladney. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. So glad you're here with us. You are women of purpose, let me tell you. So... Why uh, the Black History Leadership Society? Um, I know you have lots to say about it. Number and and we wanted to steal your line because it was so good. I just it stuck out to me. Unity in the community just sings to both Paul and I. So, and I'm sure if Rosalie were here, she'd have tried to steal it too. <laughs> So Black History Leadership Society, I mean, explain to, you know, anybody listening why we have this. All right. Um, The reason we have Black History Month celebration and the Black History Leadership Society was started in 1978 by a group of women in our community that saw a need to make sure that Um, African-Americans in this community and surrounding areas were being recognized and were given um, their props and their due for their contributions uh, to the community. So this was uh, a real, um, it was a real opportunity for us as African-Americans to really be able to showcase the gifts and talents in this community, which is often overlooked. And so they started it in their homes. Um, the first group of women were um, Mrs. Myrna Lorenz, um, Mrs. Janet Smith, um, Mrs. Jesse Brooks, uh, Mrs. Virginia Allison, 
And they just continue to build up on that membership. And uh, throughout the years, from that time up until now, uh, of course, it's sad to uh, have to say this, but all of those women that started have now passed away. And so the baton was passed to me, and I'm just so grateful and honored to be able to continue to carry on uh, with the Black History Leadership Society in recognizing the fact that we have many, many uh, African-Americans here in South Haven that have worked diligently to make sure uh, that our community has been recognized as being one of the, um, and, and I was looking at the list, uh, South Haven as being one of the most beautiful cities in America. And we're just thankful to be a part of that in the recognition of, of Black History Month. Beautiful. You listed off um, some really big shoes to fill. I was listening to the names and recognized every one of them. And I would say that you and Gail are more than capable of filling those shoes. But yes, you did list off some amazing women who started this organization. So how are you carrying it on today in in our community? I think that every year and uh, doing Black History Month, we've had the opportunity um, up until COVID hit uh, our last program, in-person program at Little of the Valley Church was in 2020. And um, unfortunately, we had to take a little sabbatical because uh, in-person was just not feasible for us um, to be able to come together in that form. But thank God for the Scots Club who has um, opened their doors and invited the Black History Leadership Society to come in to uh, continue the narrative. And we have been able to, for the last three years, uh, to do the Zoom program. We were able um, in 2021 to uh, do the Zoom program here in my home. And in last year, 2022, we were able to go into the Scots Club and do a uh, minimal um, inv invite, um, and then to also do the Zoom uh, to continue uh, the narrative on the Black History Leadership Society and our objectives and goals. Uh, so this year, we were also blessed that they came into my home and we were able to do the Zoom program, which really extended uh, far uh, beyond what we had hoped. Uh, but we're just grateful for the opportunity that they gave us to be able to continue to uh, advance the Black History Leadership Society and its objectives and goals. And I, I'd like to say, too, that one of the goals, which is to promote racial harmony is something that we especially need nowadays uh, where there's so much um, misunderstanding sometimes between the races and getting people together to uh, see that they have more in common than uh, otherwise is important. So when we met at Dorothy's house for the Black History Month Zoom presentation with Scott Club, uh, some of the, the Scott Club members who are white came and then Dorothy and I are members of the Scott Club and then uh, some 
audience, people from the audience, community, community came and some of the other members of the Black History Leadership Society. So we worked together uh, to present uh, notable people that we recognized. And then afterwards, we spent time uh, eating together and and talking together. And we had not had that chance to just communicate like that. And I think that it goes a long ways in, in uh, promoting racial harmony when you get to know somebody else. I think uh, when you can break bread together um, and, and, and really have a conversation, you open up an opportunity, but you found, I thought it was pretty profound. um, You found at the end of all this, I think everybody agreed on one thing. And I think you stated it in some of your writing that they had more in common yes, yes, than they, than they even knew um, that they even thought that there was more in common than, than they weren't alike. I think that's pretty, uh, that's pretty telling. That's exciting. Yes. Well, it's exciting. Very. And I know if Rosalie was here as another member of the Scott club, she'd just be cheering on. And so, (laughs) um, well, what you, I know you've got other things going on. Um, to collectively and, you know, you know, together Scott club, but then, um, with the black history leadership society, um, I know there's more things coming up and I love how you honor community members. So let's get into that. Well, this year, um, one of the community members that we recognize, um, that had really given such an outstanding work history, uh, to South Haven, and her name was Athea Muff, and she received from the city of South Haven a proclamation from Mayor Scott Smith. I believe it was in the fall of uh, 2022. I think if I recall the newspaper article correctly, it was in October of 2022 when she received recognition for her 52 years of employment at South Haven Housing and Rehabilitation Community. And um, it was just such a, such an honor to see her receive that recognition because that shows in our community that uh, we have people of color um, that are diligent and faithful to their work. Um, they don't hold back. They show up every day and they do their job. They do their jobs, and that, in terms gives our youth the opportunity to see the work ethic of their parents and those that are in the community that are carrying on to make sure that they can look back and remember uh, that those that, you know, have gone before them have paved a way for them to be able to continue their livelihood. Absolutely. You have a, a letter, um, Youth on the Rise? Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, our Youth on the Rise for this year, and we were so proud of him, is William Bettis Jr. Oh, uh, William enrolled cool. mm-hmm. this fall at Western Michigan University. And the Lord bless, we were able to give William a $1,000 scholarship towards his uh, first semester in college. And he wrote us back on January the 10th 
thanking us. And he said, I just wanted to tell you that I ended my fall semester with all A's, a 4.0 grade point average, and made the dean's list. Uh, we were just so thrilled and just overjoyed because this is a young man from our community uh, that graduated from South Haven High School, and we just really commend his parents, um, Mr. and Mrs. William Bettis. We commend his parents for uh, being there and making sure that he got on the right track and he's continuing to uh, strive to further his education. Well, a big shout out to William Bettis Jr. And I'm going to play Rosalie's role this morning and we're wrapping it up. So what would you like? How can people get in touch with you, get a part of you and become a part of of the BHLS? If anyone desires uh, to become a member of the Black History Leadership Society, we have open applications. Um, We will uh, be available uh, by phone, my phone number is 269-637-6565. And by all means, if anyone would like to donate to the Black History Leadership Society Scholarship Fund, they may uh, do so by uh, writing a check to the Black History Leadership Society Scholarship in care of Dorothy Sherrod at 875 Kalamazoo Street, South Haven, Michigan. Wow. Thank you so much, ladies. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, wonderful. Reach out with ideas and comments. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. Altogether, no spaces, the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. The South Haven Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 8.30 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, or St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love, and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at Vassar Chiropractic. Chiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. This is The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. And now back to The Breakfast Club on Cozy. Thanks so much for listening to our show on Cozy FM every Friday morning at 830 We're streaming and podcasting at WCSY.com. Just click where you see shows and The Breakfast Club. I'm Paul Andecker. Rosalie Picotti has the day off today. Teresa Argetman right alongside as we're set for part two of today's Breakfast Club. Yes, part two. Right? (laughs) Wait, there's more. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, we didn't get into, I mean, we've touched on 
quite a few things, but your endeavor for, you know, our community, Dorothy, uh, do either of you want to speak toward that a little deeper? Or the purpose? Yes. Um, I um, I would like to just add to that is from our study and um, research that we have done, uh, it appears that there is some uh, disconnect uh, of the timeline of the contributions that have been made by African-Americans here in South Haven. So we are putting together, we made um, an effort to put displays at our community picnic in the park, but coming up hopefully in the next um, segment of our Black History program, which will be 2024, uh, we're hoping to have a display at the uh, South Haven um, Historical Association that will also uh, bring recognition and to uh, bring awareness of those that have made contributions. So those are some of the things that we really want to continue to keep in the forefront because I think it's very important uh, that as a community that we all realize and appreciate the work that is done by uh, every ethnic group, it doesn't matter. And because Black history is American history. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important that we continue to focus on those areas. Yeah, I think that's, I love that you said that. It's, I, I love the day when it's just called history. Yes. You know? yes. When it's just plain history. And, and people are like, well, why do you have to get a month? And I thought, you're right. I would not like a month. I just like it to be all year round that we understand uh, and people who are given honor to whom honor is due, basically. So I really appreciate your endeavors. Um, you have some people you're highlighting in our community um, for some of their endeavors. You you did have a scholarship we talked about in the last segment for William Bettis Jr., which I'm very excited about. Um, you know, just, just pleased as punch for him. But uh, there's another gentleman. Yes. A first. Um, the first, the other gentleman that is a first is John Gill. Um, John Gill grew up here in South Haven and he went away and worked for um, uh, the Michigan uh, Department of Works uh, in Grand Rapids and Muskegon. And there was um, an ad that was placed for a director of the South Haven Housing Commission so I'm thinking that um, it was an opportunity for uh, John to come back to his hometown community and to be able to pay it forward. And that's so important. Um, you know, we, we've lived here and we've worked here for many, many years. And to see our younger generation be able to go away and to establish a life for themselves and to build up and, you know, their families. John has been married to his beautiful wife uh, for 27 years and they have three children. Uh, but to be able to go away and to find their niche in education and their job opportunities 
And to be able to come back and share that here in South Haven, it was really uh, delightful to hear that he was coming back. And so personally and up up front, I've seen his hard work and his dedication, uh, his efforts to make his hometown a better place. I've seen the renovations of some of the homes Mm -hmm. and what a difference it has made in the community. So be it on the 23rd of this month, in keeping with Black History Month um, and our honoree, we will be presenting John with a plaque uh, at the Housing Commission commission meeting on the 23rd at 4 p.m. And we're just elated to be able to show the community um, his tireless work uh, efforts uh, to bring about a better community. Well, well, a hearty congratulations to John Gill. Um, that is a no joke position, I got to tell you. Um, yes. A lot involved with that. So, yes, we appreciate him very much so. And I thank you all for taking the time uh, to, you know, we say thank you to people, but you're taking the time to recognize and formally recognize people who have done great works. Yes. So, and, um, I'd like to mention, too, uh, besides the uh, local recognition uh, of our, our role models, we also pick national uh, figures. And uh, this year, one of our national figures was uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson. Uh, she is the first Black female justice on the Supreme Court and out of the 232-year history. So we wanted to make sure to highlight uh, national figures too so our students can try to look at them and say I want to achieve that also Um, we we had the question of how did she get to be sworn into the highest court in the land and it was quite a journey a journey that led her to become the third black person to serve on the supreme court and the first black person to serve was Thurgood Marshall and he served from 1967 until 1991 when he retired. And the second black man to serve is Clarence Thomas, and he served from 1991 until the present. So uh, during the Scott Club presentation, we uh, I talked more about her accomplishments, how she uh, rose to the position that she has today. And... Um, we are so thrilled in um, the Black community to see what can be done. And then our children, grandchildren can say, oh, I too can become Supreme Court Justice. And and when she was in high school, uh, her guidance counselor at the predominantly white school had told her she was aiming too high when she wanted to go to Harvard University. But she went anyway, and then she went to Harvard Law School, and now she's the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court Justice. So we want to let our children know, and all of us to know, that when somebody tries to um, say that you can't, you can come back with, I can Absolutely. I'd say use that for fuel for exactly why <laughs> why you can. Um Yeah. That is just so important. You know, I, I've, I bet every successful person can name one person who told them that they couldn't. 
so it's beautiful to see, you know, people, people being successful in spite of, or because of. Yes. Yes. yes, Very good. So we have, we had a a perform, we had um, an event with Annalisa Cox. Yes. um, This last Wednesday. And if you weren't able to make it um, there, you ladies are with the Scott club. Is she coming again? I think for people who missed it. Yes, she's going to be on Zoom at the Scots Club on February the 28th. Okay, so we don't even have to be, I mean, we can join. Yes, she's And she wrote a book. Will you tell us about it? Are any of you familiar? I thought. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, a Stronger Kinship. Um, it's about the history of Colbert. And how at a time when uh, the law said you have to have separate schools for African-American students and white students, Colbert was different in that they had their students all go to school together. Uh, They intermarried, they worked together, they uh, lived together and set an example of how things could be. Uh, When it was time to send the reports to the uh, state about the students, they didn't put down anything about race. They just sent it in. So so they were able to have the schools integrated before uh, it was legal. Um, we have the book at the South Haven Memorial Library, Annalisa Cott's book, and um, it can be checked out for three weeks at a time. She also has another book uh, that's out, and um, she has been to the library in the past and it, and has is a very good speaker. She is a historian of the 19th century American race relationships and racism, and she's currently a non-resident fellow at Harvard University's Hutchins Center for African and African-American Research. Yeah, pretty impressive. Um, she is. And I love that. I mean, I don't know if you people catch this. It still is mind boggling when you say it's illegal. It was illegal for mm-hmm. students to go to school together. If that doesn't just make you pause for a moment, mm-hmm. you know, so, well, I could I could go on, but we don't have the time. <laughs> but uh Again, please give information on how people can reach you as we wrap up this uh, show. I just am impressed with Annalisa Cox because I went not knowing that in the middle of her book, there's my mom's picture um, dancing in one of those classes where students were integrated. So, but tell us how people can write you checks or get involved. Yes. All right. Um, If you would like to make a donation to the Black History Leadership Society Scholarship Fund, you can uh, send a check to the Black History Leadership Scholarship uh, in care of Dorothy Sherrod at 875 Kalamazoo Street, uh, South Haven. Uh, We would be so, so grateful for your donations because that is what helps us to be able to continue to give scholarships to our students. Um, And uh, my last comment is going to come from uh, the um, late John Congressman John Lewis. And it says, and I quote, when historians pick up their pens to write the story of the 21st century, 
Let them say that it was your generation who laid down the heavy burdens of hate at last and that peace finally triumphed over violence, aggression, and war. So I say to you, walk with the wind, brothers and sisters, and let the spirit of peace and the power of everlasting love be your guide. Thank you so much for this time and opportunity to be able to share Black History Month with the Black History Leadership Society. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. We love it when you share ideas and comments. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. Find podcasts of the shows on the website as well. And for more inspiration from Teresa Argetman, visit EnterprisesLLC.com. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Breakfast Club, highlighting what's good every Friday morning at 830 as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic practic experience vassarchiropractic.com join us again next friday at 8 30 for the breakfast club on super hits 103.7 cozy fm find a podcast of today's show at wcsy.com the south haven bangor and st joseph banking centers a division of sturgis bank believes in community that's why they're proud to sponsor the new breakfast club friday mornings at 8 30 on cozy fm At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Whiteford Wealth Management, they have the pleasure of serving clients in nearly half of the country from their beloved South Haven. Rest assured, with Whiteford Wealth Management, you will always get simple, candid advice based on the wealth of knowledge and experience in tax, legal, and investments. Clients trust Whiteford Wealth Management with their life savings, and they earn that trust by recommending products that they use themselves. Whiteford Wealth Management. Let them help you build wealth. Whitefordwealth.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy. The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises, LLC.